Welcome to Teching Ball. 30 minutes of ignorant rants from two guys who should know better. I'm Buck. I'm Abbas. And let's get started. All right, what's our first story? All right, I've got a, you know, go go with our theme and start off with something fairly depressing here. Okay. So here, uh, a man in Peru was basically attacked by a lynch mob mm-hmm. for having an antenna put up in his yard by a phone company. Uh, okay, why was he attacked by the lynch mob, though? Uh, so, yeah, he was attacked because they thought they would die from cancer from uh, the antenna being put in his yard. And so they stripped him, tied him to a pole, and beat him until police came to rescue him and took him to the hospital. And uh, why was this rumor spread that they would get cancer from the antenna? This is just a you know, common technophobic p- belief a lot of people have. I know several of our co-workers subscribe to this belief. Really? Like yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not going to name and shame people, but... <laughs> You know, we live in kind of a hippie area. A lot of people do believe that, you know, Wi-Fi and cell phone towers and stuff will uh, will cause cancer with its non-ionizing radiation. Because, you know, I'm slightly bemused by that because I remember growing up, you know, in India I've seen a variety of antennas, especially as cable TV evolved. People are putting up antennas on roofs or even on their own TVs, etc. Well, cable never... TV doesn't have an antenna. It, no, it has a cable. Well, when I said cable TV, you know, we had dish satellite TV, whatever you want to call it. People did have antennas for those. Mm. But anyway, my point was that... Cable is a generic term for wireless devices. Yeah, for basically getting a lot of channels apart from your national provider. That's what the generic term means, basically. Okay. But yeah, so that's what I meant by cable TV. But I never remember, and India also can be a pretty ignorant and stupid place, and I totally expected something, but I never remember something like this ever happening there. Which is why I was slightly bemused to hear that people suddenly tied this guy up and started beating him. So well, maybe sh- Indians are too ignorant to even know about radiation causing cancer. That is also possible, but I'm just shocked that nobody <laughs> spread this rumor, even if just to take a rival down. You know, he's I, like, I oh. think it's a, I think it's a more modern belief. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, it really took off more with cell phones and Wi-Fi rather than with, uh, you know, cable or with TV transmissions. Huh. And. But happened in Peru, you know, that sort of just sounds a little anachronistic in the sense that, you know, it's modern at the same time. Peru is not a place which I would associate with, you know, very modern sort of things with all your. Well, that's why they're so upset. If it was very modern and there were antennas everywhere, they wouldn't be lynching someone for putting another one up. <laughs> wow. Okay. That's yeah, how's a, a crazy guy, story. How's the poor guy doing, by the way? Uh, yeah, from what I could tell online, uh, he's, he's, you know, in the hospital and okay. I, I had <laughs> you know, limited access to this story because my Spanish skills are not that strong. You should be, uh, you know, taking some lessons on Duolingo. Uh, I, you know, I, I, I took several years of Spanish. Yes, <laughs> I'm shocked. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was enough to, to verify that, that the translations looked okay, but I, fe- I feel my skills are about at the level of Google Translate, so I let that do most of the heavy lift- lifting. <laughs> okay. All right. Poor guy. Well, I hope he recovers soon. Uh, yeah. All right. Craziness. I'll move on to our first, my first story, rather. Um, so, I mean, we all have been using voice assistants. I mean, I use Siri on my uh, Apple phone. You use uh, Google Now, I'm guessing. Uh, there's obviously Microsoft's Cortana. I try to use Google Now. It's not. It's, I thought uh, Google's voice recognition is by far the best. It's uh, it's good, but 
you know, if you use it in a room where anyone else is talking, you can see the little Google logo just uh, vibrating as as people are I talking see. in the background, and it's trying to pick more up. It's very annoying. Okay, so it's, it's not very good at filtering noise just yet. But anyway, so oh. there's Microsoft's Cortana, and then uh, we have a new entrant. It's called Hound. And mm-hmm. from the review I was watching, uh, it seems to be pretty good. Apparently, it's been under development for nine years, and... Uh, the guy who was reviewing it, so obviously the first demo was by the developer, so people are obviously skeptical of how well it did, etc. So this independent reviewer, he did another sort of, you know, like, a, took it to a test run. And I have to say, it seemed pretty good. It answered pretty complicated questions in a, in you know, in pretty fast, I would say. And obviously this sort of thing also depends on your internet speed. But, you know, it could do things like you ask it the capital of Illinois, Florida, uh, at the same time, while asking for square miles for other two states, it would answer those questions really fast. You could ask it for calories in your meal. You know, you could tell it like, I'm having three eggs with two bacons. How many calories in that? You could ask the weather. You can ask it when the next Chicago Blackhawks game was for the Stanley Cup final. It answered all those questions pretty fast. I was actually pretty impressed by the demo. Obviously, uh, it's Does it still do in- things other than answering questions. Uh, no, I think it's just a normal voice assistant. And what I also liked was they had a bunch of tutorials, like, you know, the app itself, it's called, the Hound had a bunch of tutorials, which would tell you, you know, what's the best way to ask a certain query for a certain category. Like, if you're on a search for web, you ask a certain thing. If you're on a search for some other thing, you ask it in a certain way. Mm-hmm. So it seemed pretty good. Uh, and based on what I saw, it's definitely better than Siri. I don't know about Google now, which is what I was asking you. And uh, Cortana also has had good reviews. I feel like this company is going to get acquired pretty soon, especially by Google. Yeah, I read a little bit about this, and it, it sounded like their acquisition was was to, or their 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 goal was acquisition because they were basically saying, "Oh, we we can be very useful for these other companies yeah, exactly, to bundle in right. handsets and in their OSs and things." And I mean, considering Google's voice recognition, which we touched on briefly, which obviously needs improvement, that's already <laughs> pretty good. And if they could combine it with you know this technology, which well they had said they have been developing for nine the years, voice recognition is fine with Google, but. Yeah, their interpretation can be a little funny. And I know I, I let a lot of our coworkers use it and speak Chinese, and I've tried doing Japanese a little bit into it, and now it, it's kind of gotten that idea that I could speak any language at any time. <laughs> so maybe it's good. It trains itself to the user. Uh, but the voice recognition will pick languages I'm not actually attempting to speak a lot of the time. Okay, so that is obviously an even bigger leap. Like, you know, we haven't been there. But this hound thing seems yeah. pretty interesting, and I mean... Yeah, I would encourage our listeners to check this app out. It's still in beta. I don't know what a good way to sign up for that thing is. That reviewer said that if you want, somebody would retweet, sorry, retweet his review, he would give out three free invites. But considering this was last week, that those three invites have probably already gone. So I still encourage people to find out other ways for the beta and try it out. So it maybe seems he's pretty, raffling it. Maybe we can do that. <laughs> but no, it seems pretty good. I would love to sign up for a beta and try out the Hound app because. Voice recognition is something which I, you know, I would want to use Siri more, but it's just that it's so slow and doesn't recognize half my commands that, you know, I just give up. So this could be pretty useful. Anyway, uh, what's next? I thought I'd try a new feature this week. This is, this is one I've been wanting to do for a while, but I finally mm-hmm. remembered to prepare for it, which is a stupid Quora question of the week. And what is that question? Because I actually okay. have plenty from memory. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought I thought I'd go and and try. You know, I, I really do like Cora, so I thought I'd get a good one to balance it out. Okay. And it turns out I have two that I think both sound pretty stupid. Uh, one of them is just pure stupidity. The other one had an answer that made me smile. I'd, I'd like you to try and guess which is which. Okay, I'll let you do so, that. So, question one: mm-hmm. How should I explain recursion to a four-year-old? 
And question two, is it legal not to answer phone calls from withheld no-caller ID numbers? So obviously number two is a stupid question, and number one probably <laughs> has a good answer. Oh, uh, <laughs> this, this was a little too easy. I was afraid yes, of this. Yes, this was pretty <laughs> No, why would... Anyway, yeah, so but... number two, yeah, that's just a crazy question that someone asked. And, it's, and what yeah. did people answer if, it by? Or, uh, a lot of these questions just feel like Yahoo answers sometimes. And these questions were just answered with, uh, like, yes, you can, you never are legally required to answer your phone. It's fine. Uh, but the, the first one, how should I explain, uh, recursion to a four year old? I really enjoyed the answer to this one, which was, you know, the, the difficulty in explaining recursion to a four year old is the large, uh, age difference. So what you should do instead is figure out how to explain recursion to someone one year younger than you and let them take it from there. <laughs> okay. That's, uh, I guess, not a bad answer. Just that finding such a nice progression of people might be hard. <laughs> oh, but you don't have to find the progression. You just have you just to find leave it. You just, oh, I see. You just give up everything. Okay. That, yeah. that works. Yeah. That mm-hmm. works. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, usually I thought, I mean, most people or most textbooks at least start with Towers of Hanoi, which obviously to a four-year-old is probably not a great way to explain recursion, but I see, I see your point. That's pretty good, actually. Now, I mean, I have obviously seen stuff like, I have a thousand dollars, how do I become a millionaire in 20 years? And, you know, a whole class of questions like this, which people, I don't know why they keep asking this stuff on Quora, but, and people also answer this. And I've seen a lot of people who are actually very active on such things, um, I don't know if you are. Are you an active contributor to answers, or do you just read the questions? I uh, I actually uh, just found out today I, I've contributed 77 answers. I accidentally clicked on something where it told me that. So uh, well, I should look this up. Active. I actually want to look at some of your answers now. Okay. Okay, maybe maybe this can be your feature next week. Uh, stupid reading a funny. Yeah, this is what I'm going to do. <laughs> questions that you answer. This is what's you well I guess I'll need to well we can find that out later your username yeah. and stuff. You you can see uh t- today uh another one I nearly included was a guy who asked an incoherent question about being able to sense people's actions and uh ended up giving me a co- a cold reading as I talked to him in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> so That's there's great. there's lots of excitement on on the chorus Yes, here. I can see that. I do get Quora's weekly uh, newsletter or whatever you want to call it and sometimes I will click through on it one now since we're discussing good Quora questions one which I do remember which I did enjoy reading was there was something about you know people wrote one uh, I think this happened around Steve Jobs's uh, you know death where people mm-hmm. discussed like unexpected encounter with Steve Jobs and it was actually pretty funny and nice reading uh, people had a lot of very interesting stories because I'm sure a lot of people who lived around in around Palo Alto ran into him at various times so mm-hmm. I found that thread pretty you know funny and good to read but anyway, moving on, uh, I'm going to do a little segment of my own each week, and this involves you making random guesses. So, okay. <laughs> ra- <laughs> I think we've similar ideas. <laughs> yes. Uh, random guess for question, guess question for this week was, uh, recently there's, uh, you know, the strong museum of play in Rochester, New York, and it started a video game hall of fame, and it added, okay. added six video games. Uh, I would like you to guess what six it were, and, you know, I will buy you lunch on Monday, even if you can name three of them. Three of them? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna guess they added Pac-Man. Okay, that's Tetris. That's, yes, <laughs> I'm going to guess uh, Breakout. Okay, that centipede. is not on the list. No, Breakout and Centipede no. were not on the list. You have two more guesses. Pong. Okay. Um, 
I have one more guess now? Yes. Or I, I'm only allowed three mistakes? Or am I yes. only allowed well, so many guesses? You, let's say you already have three, but let, let I want to hear your last guess anyway. Okay, my last guess. Um, a Super Mario. Correct. The Correct. two which you missed out were World of Warcraft and Doom. Okay. So, so I got four of the six. Yes, you got all the classic ones. Okay. <laughs> mm. Tetris, Pac-Man, Pong, and Super Mario mm. Brothers. Yeah, those six were added to the video game. Power. As I was guessing, I was thinking, I don't know how old this museum is. Maybe I'm completely on the wrong track here. <laughs> <laughs> they actually cover a pretty wide range, as you can see from, you know, they have the classic games as well as they have World of Warcraft also, which is fairly new. Cool, anyway, the next trip which I was going to cover was, so, there's this new app which is making a lot of waves. It's called Dub Smash. Have you heard of it? Uh, sounds vaguely familiar. Why don't, why don't you clue me in? Yeah, this, this, this is an app which has been developed by these German developers, which basically what it lets you do is, you know, basically you can make mimes and it lets you convert those into memes essentially. So let's say I could make play. and turn them into memes? Mime? Like, you know, I could be playing a Zoolander clip and I could be miming to it, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> and you can, I mean, you can obviously keep that clip as it is, or you can even make those into memes, basically. And apparently this app has taken off in a big way, and it, I think it got like 40 million downloads or something. And even celebs are basically starting to use it. Like, you know, I saw this video of Jennifer Lopez just basically uh, miming to her own song, essentially. And uh, it seems pretty fun. I would encourage, you know, encourage you. I think especially you will be pretty happy to try it out and, you know... Yeah, this sounds like the best app. Uh, this is a is, great is this app. Android was, and iOS, or just one of those? I think it's on both. Uh, I didn't okay. actually check which platform, but I think it's on both. It seems like it's, there's nothing okay. which it should prevent it from, you know, only being on iOS or only being on Android or something like that. Yeah, but sometimes, you know, you only make it on one, and then it suddenly blows up. And Well, I think it'll definitely be on iOS, and I'm pretty sure it's on Android as well. I mean, I don't see anything right. else preventing this app. I, I guess I, I've got my iPad, I've got my uh, Nexus. I, exactly, I can you make should it try it, and I would encourage you to post uh, Dub Smash by the end of the weekend. <laughs> I'm sure you can find clips. I was actually thinking okay. of what I should post myself. Um, so this already has spawned a couple of interesting things. Number one, there's already concern about copyright violations, because people could be miming to, you know, copyrighted content and, you know, singing those songs, etc., and maybe even monetizing that somehow. Yeah, my plan was to do some lip-syncing to it. That's what a lot of people are doing. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I knew you would try to lip-sync to Miley Cyrus's Wrecking Ball, but let's not do, go there. I, I might do some Taylor Swift, who knows? I was also scared of that. But uh, <laughs> And the second thing which also happened was somebody came up with the app Dub Smash 2, which is available on Google Play. Oh, so that does mean it's available on Android, by the way. Uh, Dub Smash 2, which actually turned out to be malware. A lot of people downloaded it. So Google has mm. now removed that app from the store. Because a lot of people thought this was some, you know, great upgraded version, which has even newer features and <laughs> it's just malware. But yeah, I don't know how Google even allowed that sort of app to be on Google Play Store in the first place. But yeah. So yeah, the app is super popular. It seems super funny. I was looking at some of the demo videos. I would totally encourage everybody to check it out or, or you know, put on their own dub smashes out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm working through the ideas right now instead of listening to you. That's great. <laughs> I hope to. Uh, maybe you should attach a link to your dub smash to the you know when we post the podcast. Oh, that's that's a definite guarantee. <laughs> I look forward to it. Anyway, what's your next story? I, all right, my next story. I. I don't even feel like I need to go on, but I, I guess we'll go with this. Uh, Chrome is now automatically pausing non-central yeah. Flash content. Awesome. 
As soon as I read that, I actually upgraded my Chrome <laughs> that very yeah. moment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I haven't been able to experience this myself because I've I've disabled all Flash content because Flash content is terrible. Oh, you had that. I I don't I don't think I had disabled that setting because I did play such autoplay those videos. But yeah, as soon as I read that Chrome came out with that upgrade, I instantly clicked on the you know upgrade Chrome button on my settings. So, <laughs> so. yeah. They're doing this claiming that it's for battery life, but we know the real reasons. Of course. This is because this Flash content is terrible, and because Google you know, has just a couple months ago gotten YouTube off of Flash and is now mm-hmm. you know, forcing its choices on the rest of the internet as it uh, loves to do. Yeah, which is fine by me. I mean, I'm not a big Yeah, it's a great Flash choice, yeah. but it's, uh, it's a little scary that, you know, Google... You know, with all this browser share now, is is kind of flexing its muscles in these ways. Well, I mean, you can always move to a newer browser like Firefox, but yeah, yeah, I can. It's just you know, it's it's now you know, Google has a lot of power to really change how people are. are Google has a lot of power and a lot of. I'm glad they're using it. I'm glad they're using it for the positive. Yeah, they do have a lot of power in general because they could say we'll downgrade your search if you have Flash content, (laughs) and that'll that'll probably get people to change a lot faster than this uh, Chrome pausing nonsense. Exactly. And I mean, yeah, just just to reflect on Google's power for a second, I mean, I yeah. get this sort of weekly tech email, which has, you know, a roundup of tech stories. And out of the 20 stories, I feel like at least four of them were Google acquiring some company. And, you know, one was about some electronic sensors, one was some, about some robotic equipment, one was um, some, you know, like completely different things, but, you know, all which we are going to be using soon, basically. So it's basically everywhere, essentially. Or which will be buried as they just shuffle all the aqua hires into different projects. Maybe, but uh, I think all of this. It, I think they Google just doesn't make acquires. They also acquire companies to work towards some other larger project that they are working on. They integrate them yeah, in that. So, but it's hard to know which is which. I agree. I agree. But yeah. I think Google, let's say, unlike Yahoo, which I would hazard to guess, is doing a better job of integrating those companies rather than just making you know acquires. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, go, since you talked about battery saving, I wanted to mention. Uh, Facebook is coming out with a new when, Facebook oh. Lite version, yeah. I mm-hmm. mean, they already, I thought they already did something like that for Africa or something, but apparently they're doing a newer version also, which basically, uh, you know, it's gonna store all this image content, etc. on your phone and apparently consumes less than one megabyte of data. And, mm-hmm. uh, they also thought of building a Lite website for it, but I think they're just gonna go with the app right now. And they're even planning to roll this out even in North America for parts where there is poor data connectivity like Palo Alto. When you have T-Mobile in certain places, but no, but um, poor Palo Alto with its know. You know, just tax poverty. I need Facebook Lite. I think I was having trouble loading it yesterday. <laughs> My mm-hmm. newsfeed. So yeah, they are trying to roll this out and uh, basically trying to get the next billion users on Facebook. Mm-hmm. So that is actually Very a pretty exciting. ambitious. Pro- I mean, Facebook already did the internet.org to sort of get the next billion users and. That has sort of run into roadblocks because of people protesting against net neutrality. So Facebook Lite is the next, you know, way to get Facebook going in Africa, and India, and who knows, even Palo Alto, as I said. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> All right. Well, this, uh, moving on then uh-huh. from uh, a company working toward their next billion users to a company mm-hmm. work, still working toward its first billion users, uh, Twitter. They've recently, uh, about three weeks ago, Shut down uh, access to their API to a political website that archived tweets that were deleted by politicians. Uh, what a horrendous thing to do! Seriously, they did that. Yeah, this was a 
Yeah, this but site is did... called uh, Politwoops, a portmanteau of you know political tweets and oops. Uh huh. They were run by the Sunlight Foundation, and and they started in 2012, and it just been you know automatically you know using the API to grab and archive tweets that were subsequently deleted by politicians. So what? So I'm guessing the banning happened because they said it was some sort of breach of terms of service or something. Of course, yes. <laughs> they said it's a breach of terms of service. Uh, there is no arguing with us about this, and uh, yeah, it's over for you. There's nothing so you can do. I'm just guessing some politicians probably leaned on Twitter, basically. I, I couldn't find any specific information because, again, Twitter just said there's yeah, it not can just say terms this. of service, <laughs> but I don't see like how the Sunlight Foundation was hurting Twitter or you know making money of this or something. Uh, Twitter did have a slight follow up in which they said. Uh, User privacy is very important to Twitter, you know, whether it, it's privacy for a common person or for a politician. So, you know, they're, they're doing this in the name of privacy for these poor politicians who want to be able to retract public statements. Yet they build backdoors for the NSA. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually don't believe that Twitter does that. Okay. Well, that's fine. Um, okay. Well, I mean, as long as they are consistent, I guess I am okay, but I also am sort of dismayed that, you know, all these political oops, which, you know, obviously is great material, especially when politicians take a stand and find out they had tweeted something exactly opposite a couple of years earlier. It's sort of saddening, saddening I guess, but... Well. I think most of the tweets were very banal, but I, I tried to go through and, and pick out some somewhat interesting ones from, you know, <laughs> wow. shortly before it was shut down. And what did I, you I, I've collected three here. Uh, okay, and, you know, these are it. these are the best ones. So, like, most okay. of them are not even this good. We have uh, Rep- Representative Tom Cra- Tom Graves uh, tweeted, okay. uh, Today I voted for H.R. 36, which bans abortions after 20 weeks of pregnancy, the point at which an, abor- an unborn child can feel pain. Hashtag they feel pain. He deleted this one after 13 seconds, okay. which uh, is not even the record in, the, in this group. Uh, another one, uh, this time, uh, you know, from a Democrat, uh, uh-huh. Representative Gwen Moore, uh, retweeted the, uh, at one campaign account, which was replying to her saying, love it. Thanks for standing. Hashtag with strong girls everywhere. Together we're stronger. Hashtag poverty is sexist. Uh, she deleted this tweet after two seconds. After hearing this, then it makes you think that maybe it's not a bad thing. That is, you know, I mean, these are just honest <laughs> mistakes. Then, yeah, that's okay. Uh, some of the, I don't think that's an honest mistake necessarily. But honest mistake in the sense that at least she, you know, she realized she's not in public and she deleted within two seconds. So I guess it's okay. A lot of them were de- were deleted after much longer time. Some some of them were just typos. Uh, most of them were boring. But you know, they had an archive, so you could look and find the interesting ones. I I, I did I did get one more from your hero. Oh. Ted Cruz? Yay! No, no, your real hero, Bernie Sanders. Oh, okay, I do like Bernie Sanders. (laughs) If Nike can sell a pair of LeBron 12 Elite ID shoes online for $320 in this country, it it should be making those shoes here, not in Vietnam. Okay. And he deleted that one after 39 minutes. So you had a good time to think about that one first. Maybe Obama called him in the meanwhile. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> or yeah. maybe he found a Vietnamese constituency of some sort. Yes, who knows? He found out that they live next to him. But um, yeah. <laughs> hmm, interesting. Yeah, that's a more controversial issue, I guess. But yeah, I mean, I can sort of see that argument if 
if they are consistent with it, I am okay with this argument that it was, you know, user privacy or whatever, and they deleted it, so it should not be in the public. That's eye that's a bullshit argument to to cite user privacy for politicians' statements from their their uh, official accounts. Um, uh, I am sort of I don't know in the middle. That is of not the a time. that's not a private forum. <laughs> it is not a private forum when they. When they decided yeah. to tweet it, but if they deleted it, then I don't know if you should have access to the... I, that's the one I'm conflicted about, obviously. If they choose to keep it, they choose to keep it, obviously. But if they deleted it, they removed it, then should people... I don't know. It's it's a tricky one, yeah. I, I don't think it's a tricky one at all. I think Twitter is really messed up here, and I'm, I'm hoping <laughs> they fix this. Uh, I feel like the chances of that are low unless... Because I think politicians of all spectrum will be united in this not getting fixed. And I don't know who else is that concerned anyway, so... Okay. Well, anyway, uh, yeah. I will tell you about something which is, you know, there is... I'm not sitting on the fence, something which is completely wrong. Another big tech giant, PayPal, recently updated its terms of service. And the terms mm-hmm. of service basically stated that, you know, PayPal would be able to uh, make automated calls to its users and, you know, not just for <laughs> problems with their accounts, but it could call them, make automated calls, even if it wanted to do surveys or advertisements. And there was no way to opt out of it. If you wanted to opt out, you basically had to close your account. That's what the new terms of service said. So obviously there oh, was a huge... There was I a wish huge, I had read those. <laughs> <laughs> there was a huge protest about this. You know, one of the users posted on PayPal's Facebook page that, you know, this is unfair. Why do we have to... Why is there no opt-out agreement? And PayPal just said, here are directions to close your account. And obviously as people saw that response... <laughs> They were just outraged. Yeah, I don't know who comes up with this sort of stupid stuff. And now PayPal has decided to insert an opt-out uh, clause in their, you know, terms of service. Now, obviously, it remains to be seen how hidden this opt-out thing is or, you know, how visible this is. But, I mean, I don't know the stupidity of such a thing. Why do you really want to drive users away from your... Considering at the same, you know, there's so many new payment sort of startups coming up, etc., any of this sort of move could disrupt its business. I mean, I know it's already acquired Venmo and Braintree and all that, but mm-hmm. there's still so many alternative, you know, payment platforms coming up and PayPal doing this just seems so stupid that I don't know. Yeah, that's actually just reminded me, uh, I think it was either this week or last week, I, I got an alert from Google, like, review your privacy preferences. Okay. And I went through their, their wizard for this and I got uh-huh. to a point where it was talking about storing my location information and it <laughs> says you can look at it. And it actually has a map of everywhere I've gone just every day for the past few years. Wow. Like how, but how? I, I could just you... look through and it could be like, oh, yeah, the, earlier this week I, I drove up to the airport. Most days I just drive to work and back. And, and it's got like my whole route every day where I go. But how would it do that? Do you, you don't use Google Maps everywhere, do you? I don't really use it at all. It's, they're just getting the location information from my cell phone. Oh, I see. It's location services turned on for your phone, yeah. I guess so, yeah. So I, yeah, I t- disabled that and and told them to delete all this data, which you know hopefully they actually did. That was a very alarming thing to see. Yeah, no, I was reading something similar on Facebook Messenger, having a location data or people being able to pinpoint. I think there was a student who built like some sort of a JavaScript app or something uh, using Facebook's location API, and I think yeah. it was pretty scary on how accurately it could like you know sort of triangulate your position based on where you had sent that message from. Like, like really, really accurate. So I think Facebook was doing something to fix that or something. But anyway, I opened my phone, opened the settings on all apps which are using my location data and then actually went through all of them. A lot of them had like full access. Like basically they were using my location data even when I was not using the app. That setting was already on by default. 
So mm-hmm. I actually went in and, you know, changed all those settings. And I bet like 99% of users don't even realize that, you know, these settings are there. And not that Apple makes it very transparent for them to understand when installing the app, because this would obviously be a big barrier to installing it. But yeah, yeah I know that uh, is... yeah, with Android, it used to be possible to revoke individual permissions from apps. It was kind of hidden away and you had to... You know, yeah. download some other apps that would unlock this, basically. But uh, Google has since made this impossible to do, even if you're very interested in it. Yeah, that sucks if Google is doing something like that, then. Because, yeah, I would think they would actually be better. Because it seems like it's easy enough to do revoke individual permissions in the iPhone right now. But anyway, let's move on if you have something else. Yeah, I've got one more story. This mm-hmm. is, uh, I guess I was kind of late to the game hearing about any of this. But apparently, uh, ThinkGeek was up for sale. Really? And- yeah, Hot Topic had put in the winning bid. They they were willing to pay $122 million for ThinkGeek. I like wow. ThinkGeek a lot because, and for other reasons, I used, recently used it to send a gift also, but that's a good mm-hmm. website. <laughs> well, uh, now Hot Topic has actually been outbid and missed uh-huh. their window to to up the bid, or you know probably uh-huh. were not willing to. Uh-huh. Uh, and GameStop has bought ThinkGeek for $140 million. Wow, I... Th- well, I actually like GameStop also. I used to buy, I bought Gears of War from them, so I like uh, I them. used to love GameStop, but their, uh-huh. you know, their, their pricing is so predatory with the way they deal with used games. Oh, really? Okay, and I haven't I, really I just bought wasn't willing games. to deal with them anymore, but, uh, I, I do love ThinkGeek. I was, I was really excited by the idea they could be in Hot Topic once I heard that, but, uh, you know, may, maybe this will be what draws me back to GameStop finally. Yeah, I know. I mean, I like ThinkGeek a lot also, and I think they have some really cool stuff, so. Well, let's see. That's that's good news. Thank you for telling me that, actually. I yeah. didn't know that. And I, yeah. actually, I while I was reading this, I found some other good GameStop news. They're, um, uh-huh. or, you know, potential good news. They're, they're doing some trials of selling retro consoles and games in GameStop again. Okay. You know, after having, you know, a decade or so ago purchased all the companies that were, that used to do that and shut, and shutting down the retro console business. Now that's an aqua hire that implemented that after 10 years. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> no, they, they, they converted all of those stores to GameStops and got rid of it. And now they're, you know, I guess they're realizing maybe people actually do want to buy these things after all. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. Yeah. Okay. okay. Let's move on to our Palo Alto Tony since we have done our stories for the week. What's your nomination? All right, I'm uh, I'm going to just nominate Politwoops because I I thought that was a you know a really cool thing they were doing and you know, I, I hope they're able to do it again even if it requires just manually scraping Twitter pages for for every senator. And what categories is going to go under? The uh, category is in um, public shaming. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, I'm going to go with Dub Smash because just because I oh. found the videos really cool and really funny, and I'm going to go with the category Apps That Change Humanity because I think it is having a profound effect. I, I really wanted to go with you on Dub Smash <laughs> until that was such a lame category. <laughs> that is a great category. You can you can do better than this, Abbas. Uh, I believe in you. Uh, apps That Change Buck. I don't know. Apps That Change All Humanity right. is great. This app is having a huge impact. Anyway. All right. I... I... <laughs> <laughs> I find it really hard to to go with that category, but I'm I'm gonna let you have it this time anyway. Yes, okay. <laughs> that's great. Because I'm I'm that I'm so excited about that app. This app is good. I totally encourage you to download this it is, and yeah, watch it. You know, fuck you. It gets the Palo Alto Tony for <laughs> uh, you know achievements and time wasting. 
Oh, so that's the same thing as Great Progress for Humanity. So why is that wrong? No, this is a very different thing. <laughs> <laughs> I interpret it as the same thing. But anyway, All right. that's All right. good. I'll allow that interpretation. All right, so why don't you tell our listeners where can they find our latest podcast and reach us? All right, they can check us out, techingball.com. Look for our Facebook page. Follow us on Twitter, both are techingball. Uh, send us an email, techingball at gmail, or simply search for us on iTunes under techingball to subscribe. Awesome. All right, guys, that's it for this week. We'll see you next week.